You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to the Nerd Room where we talk all things comics and movies. This is episode number 91. We'll be discussing the now titled Han Solo flick as well as that brand new Black Panther trailer. I'm on your host Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. Another trailer bomb drops on us almost out of nowhere this week. We've got this brand new Black Panther trailer and it looks absolutely incredible. Love it. I mean the first trailer had me hooked. This one has me hooked, line, and sinker. Yeah. I already want to buy tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this comes out in February. This is going to be the next big film coming after Thor Ragnarok. So Marvel's stacking them up. Everything is looking absolutely fantastic to this point, And I'm excited to get into dissecting a bit of this Black Panther trailer. But also dropping not too long before we started recording was our man Ron Howard, now directing the now-titled Han Solo film. He wrapped production on that and also announced a title for that film. All and right. we're going to get right into that. But first, gentlemen, welcome back to the table. How has your weeks been? Oh, it's been great, man. Nothing but collecting on my end, you know, <laughs> from comic books to more Black Series Darth Vader's. And uh, finally got my hands on a nice Daredevil Netflix Marvel Legend. Nice, yeah. nice. What's your Vader count at? That that specific <laughs> sculpt of Black Series that Vader. That specific sculpt? Uh, four. <laughs> I got wow. four of those Vaders, yeah. That's a lot of Vaders. <laughs> yeah, I'm done at this point now. That's it. <laughs> awesome. Such a man. It's been going on. You know, I've been watching some artsy films of late. You know, normally I'm into the big action films, but a little bit of art house films I've been getting into. So Wait, 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 wait. If you go back to the last episode, I mentioned a movie called Blade Runner 2049, and I yes. called it a masterpiece. So if you're talking right. art films here, <laughs> have you seen Blade Runner 2049 uh, no, I, yet? These are, these are Blu-rays, so oh, I haven't okay. been out to the theater. But okay. you bring up, you know, I saw an interesting thing online that said, art is dead because the Emoji movie is set to make more money than Blade Runner at the domestic box office. Well, oh. that's that, like, clickbait film, right? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what that Jeez. is. Yeah. Uh, but I saw a movie called A Ghost Story starring Casey Affleck. Uh, pretty good. It's, about, it's not a horror film, but let me tell you, if you're into art house films, check it out. If you're into stuff with more action, avoid it like the plague. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you need those films that are just a bit quieter. You know, we're always talking about and watching these humongous films. Sometimes it's nice, especially around Oscar season, yes. I find, where you can sit back and enjoy some of those films that have that critical claim and kind of get you outside of your film-watching sandbox. And I, I absolutely love to do that. I haven't done that since last February, whenever, since the Oscars. Right. But I'm looking forward to getting into that again this year. Can't wait to. Yeah. This one will get nominated, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. You can always kind of tell. They always have that feel to them, eh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Oscar bait movies. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Be on lookout. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been up to not a whole lot. You know, I've, I've revamped, given the nerd room in here a little bit of facelift. Yeah. Threw up a poster good. that my man Sanjay got me, the what? teaser poster for The Last Jedi. Looks nice. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. And I got The Force Awakens up here next to it. And I've just made a little bit of room for some extra collectibles. So I'm looking to get on a hunt, get out there, get something new. So I've got space. I've got a few new Legos i got to build. Oh, yeah. So it's going down, man. It's going down. i got room now in the, in the nerd room. I like making that space. I like 
kind of rotating things out and giving it that little bit of a vibrant feel. So when we sit down to talk, it's it's something new every time. Got to change it up every now and then. Yeah, yeah. you do. You got a space for the new Batmobile right there. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. <laughs> Next Superman's cape over here. Yeah, exactly. Uh. <laughs> you guys are in the wrong room. <laughs> Anyways, guys, this week we're going to kick it off with something just a little bit different. We had a question from Ads. He's one of the Knights of the Commonwealth. Great dude, always interacting on Twitter. He's a huge contributor over at Tumbling Saber. And he threw us a question. We didn't quite get to it last week because of those two huge trailers that dropped. And I promised that we'd get to it right off the top here. So this is how we're gonna kick it off today. And it's a comic book related question. So right up our alley. Perfect. All right, so this is coming from ads. As you know, I'm now up to date with Vader one through six. So excited to see where this goes. Completely and utterly agree with him there. But being new to comics, I really don't know what to try next. Troy might be interested in my only comic book memory, a Spider-Man comic that I still have somewhere from my from the age of six. Wow. It was the Vulture origin one from my memory, I think, and it's currently safe in a box in the loft. First, we're going to talk about <laughs> well, that point. Yeah. <laughs> Ads, if that is the Vulture origin, which would be Amazing Spider-Man number two from 1963, <laughs> that thing, I went and looked on my comic book shop yeah. today. That thing is worth over a thousand bucks at a CGC grade three. Whoa, whoa, don't tell them that. Just say it's worthless and we will take it off your hands for you. For a nominal fee. Yeah, $5. <laughs> so make sure to go up into that attic, check that book out. If it's in mint condition, if it's from 1963, and if it is indeed the origin of the vulture, hang on to that one, man, because that's worth a few pennies. That's huge. Wow. Anyways, get back to the question here. He was wondering whether the three of us might want to throw out a top five Star Wars comic book runs for him, as well as top five non-Star Wars comic book runs, so we could check some of those out. Now, he also gives us some nice compliment here. He's saying, keep up the great work, love the show, easy to listen to, really informative, and subjects that I love but don't have to know in that much depth. So, that's exactly what we want out of this. Ads, thank you very much for the question. We appreciate the compliment. And I think it's time to give him a little bit of an answer here. So we're going to kick it off here. I know Whoa, you didn't finish reading. At the very bottom, he said, Sanjay is my favorite member of the Nerd Room. <laughs> oh, if you yeah, could have right more Sanjay-specific episodes, I would be more inclined to listen. Yeah, you just it's the fine nah, print. Sorry, more Sanjay solo episodes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Giving the people what they want. <laughs> All right. Given that, we're going to just kick it off here with some Star Wars comic books, which you don't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, as far as you know. I could be an expert. I would love that. That would be incredible <laughs> if you showed up one day with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Sanjay, sorry, you don't read comic books. Star Wars comic books. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to quickly run down a top five list here for Star Wars comic books. And maybe this is an avenue in for you, too. We, you, we've been trying to get you in. The Darth Vader series got ads in. It's time to get you in. I think the Darth Vader series is just that for you. But we've got another five here that are going to run down quickly here that Troy and I kind of threw together that we've both read. And hopefully you can jump into these and get them digitally. They're all in trade at this point. Yes. Most of them on trade at this point. Great way to read. Yeah. yeah. And digitally on trade too. I think I'm almost out of trades on paperback. Digital trades are for me. I love the physical copies still. But if you're chasing these and you can't find them in, in single issues, digital trades the way to go. So ads. Number one I'm going to toss out there is the Lando series. Uh, this is by Charles Soule. 
The art is absolutely fantastic. I'm not gonna spoil much about it. It's five issue miniseries, and it goes into a bit of depth on Lando as well as Lobot. We get a little bit of insight into those characters from Empire Strikes Back. And it's kind of set in that time frame between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. And the, the piece about Lobot in there is a character that sat in the background in Empire Strikes Back for the most part. We've all got action figures of him. And this gives a little bit more context, a little bit more elaboration on that character. So number one, not in really any particular order, but our first recommendation is gonna be Lando. Number two we're gonna throw out there is Kanan. Now I have yet to read this one, but Troy, you have read this. You've got just a brief rundown as to why this comic book is maybe something important or something worth getting into. Yeah, I can't remember the artist or the, the writer, but Kanan's great, The Last Padawan. It takes place pretty much directly during Order 66. So um, definitely go out there and check it out. Um, especially coming to the conclusion of Rebels, it's only fitting to pick this comic book up yeah. just so you can get the whole um, essence of Kanan. So definitely recommend it. There's some really cool characters that pop up in this book, uh, really cool bounty hunters as well. And Kanan kind of goes that route for the first bit. So absolutely recommend this one. It's one of my top three, actually, yeah. Star Wars comics. Yeah. So who is this guy? Is he like in the movies? He's or? like a Jedi cowboy, basically. Yeah. He's the oh, best okay. way to describe him. But yeah. now kind of going zen-like. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. zen. Yeah. So he's in. He was in, first introduced in the Rebels cartoon. Yeah. Oh. Uh, he's, okay. There's a book called New, New Dawn, Dawn that he features in. He's yeah. got a comic book which is The Last Padawan, yes. which is him quite a bit younger, mm -hmm. and he's become kind of that mantle character within the Rebels time frame or the Rebel show as being this this pedestal Jedi. Yeah. And one of the few remaining Jedi's in the galaxy post Order sixty six. That's right. That's right. So he's yeah. a fantastic character at this point. And yeah, like you said, with Rebels coming to conclusion, it's time to soak up all you can on these characters because we may not see them too yeah. much past. That's at right. At least within the current form that they are. I think. That's right. Voiced by uh, Freddie Prince Jr. So for all you, oh, uh, she's all that fans. You yeah. Know, like myself. Husband of Sarah Michelle Geller. There you go, Buffy. Yeah. yeah. Damn, just making those connections. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three I'm going to throw out there is Dr. Afra. This is about 16 or 17 issues in, I believe, at this point. So a couple trades deep. This is a brand new character that was first introduced in, I believe, Darth Vader number three or six. Yeah, I can't okay. remember. So she was a supporting character in the original Darth Vader run yeah. that took place between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Again, yeah. kind of in that time frame. But she's absolutely fantastic. Think female Indiana Jones yes. mixed with Han Solo. Wow. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah, yeah, she is awesome. She's an archaeologist, and she's kind of run around the galaxy. She's a survivor, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. And her, <laughs> even if you want to go back, and this is kind of number four, it's that first Darth Vader volume, mm -hmm. and kind of get that Dr. Aphra, that essence of her from the Vader book, because you really get to see an interaction between her and Darth Vader in that book, and that's really cool. But spinning out into her own series, it, this is a first non-film or TV show character, a character that's actually introduced in the comics that got their own ongoing series. So we got a few ongoings like Poe in that, but these are characters that are coming right out of the films. Right. This is a new ongoing introduced in a comic book. So this is kind of a first of its kind in this new canon. Yeah. And the book in itself, with the exception of the Screaming Citadel crossover, it's absolutely fantastic. It's a ton of fun. It's an easy read. Some of the characters like BT and Triple Zero, you do need some of that context from the original Maybe. Darth Vader run. Yeah. But at the same time, I think you can probably jump into this and get the gist of it. The first few issues, there's some very recognizable planets and settings. So you'll, you'll get that. There's a bit of a crossover later on with Luke Skywalker and, and Leia and all that. So you get those characters eventually in here. But it's a nice way to explore the Star Wars universe from the comic book perspective without really relying on the characters that you're familiar with. So you're looking for something new, something different, Dr. Aphra is the way to go. 
Number four, and you haven't read any of these yet, Sanjay, but I think you may enjoy some of these as well. Going back to the original run of Star Wars from the reset, from the new canon. I guess maybe we should have clarified a bit of that. These are all new canon books. But the original Star Wars in tandem, I think, with the Darth Vader is it's still the way to go. Yeah. You're getting stories in there about Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia Han Solo, right after A New Hope. But you're also getting the journals of Ben Kenobi, about every seven issues or so, yeah. where we go in and we look back and we see a story of Ben Kenobi prior to A New Hope. So in that time frame that we're expecting to see him in a movie. But you're getting Luke reading a journal and you're kind of telling the stories through Luke. By reading this journal, we've got a Yoda arc in there that isn't yeah. the greatest. Not the greatest, but the oh. Obi-Wans are definitely the strong points. Yeah, and then the whole series in itself, it's great. Yeah. I absolutely love it. You see a lot of interaction between, maybe more so than we would have liked, between Vader and Skywalker yeah. at this point. But they're a lot of fun, the books. They're great, and they're adding quite a bit to canon. Uh, we're looking forward to getting into this time frame, but I think yeah. if you go back and read probably the first dozen or so issues as you yeah. get into the Vader Down crossover series. That's the, the best. Yeah. yeah. And the Vader book in itself is about 25 issues. Yeah. It's also worth a read. It's The first bit of it is a little harder to read on its own because mm-hmm. it does lean on the Star Wars story a bit up until you get after Vader Down. Right. But that whole series, Vader, is fantastic pretty good and don't skip out on the annual too yeah it's a fun read oh yeah it's a great read and you need that for later on too yes yeah yeah awesome (laughs) the last one that we're going to recommend here number five for star wars comic books in the new canon is shattered empire so this is a three or four issue miniseries that was part of the journey to the force awakens i believe yes and it's right off the back end of return of the jedi and it's a short story with luke skywalker i'm not going to give away any more of it but it's a lot of fun. It ties to a character we do see eventually in The Force Awakens. Yep. And there's a there's a specific piece of foliage in there as well. There really is. There <laughs> that's is. important. So Shattered Empire, I'm not going to talk any more about that because I don't yep. want to give anything away. So those are our top five ads that we're going to recommend to you at this point in time. So that's Lando, five-issue miniseries. Yep. Kanan, 12-issue miniseries. Dr. Aphra, an ongoing, which is I think either 13 or 16 issues deep. Star Wars, which is, I think, 37 issues deep at this point. So a little bit of a tougher read. Vader, which the original Vader run, Volume 1, which is a 25-issue run. It's a little bit easier to get into. And Shattered Empire, which is a three or four issue, I believe. I think it's like four issues. Yeah. Yeah. So picking up those shorter issues might be a good way to step into the comic books, see if you like that, and then maybe get into some of the more denser reading with Aphra and the Star Wars books. For sure. And also, I just... Two other mentions, maybe even if you want. I think Charles Soule did Anakin and Obi Wan. Yeah, that's a cool one. It's only a four or five parter. Yeah, and it went and as well, um, Darth Maul. Yeah, that's a cool one leading right into um, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, that Ooh. one actually don't skip out on that one. That's a yeah. good one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's a lot out there to read. There's a lot of content in Star Wars, and something I spoke with uh, Rob and Mark over on TSW Comics. I'm contributing to that a bit more. We talked about the Star Wars comic book canon. And how actually the prequel era, if you're looking at just pure stories, there's a lot in there. And we've got the Mace Windu comic right now. Yep. That's when the Yoda story set is pre-Phantom Menace as well. Right. It's buried within the Star Wars book. So you know, there's a lot of prequel content and there's a lot of New Hope to Empire Strikes Back com- yep. content. We're still waiting on that Return of the Jedi or between Empire and Return of the Jedi right. content. But there's a lot to get into and a lot of great stories so far. I think there's about 200-ish issues <laughs> that was awkwardly said uh, that they've published since the reverting back of the comic book license to marvel so there's a lot of content out there grab those 
five to seven different books, different titles, and I think you'll be well on your way for Star Wars comics. There you go. Yeah. Nice. All right, so we also asked for top five non-Star Wars comics, and I think for this one, let's just chuck each individually because we kind of did a couple more in the Star Wars. So Sanjay, Troy, and myself, we're going to toss out each one, just a trade or something or a run to get into that's a good jumping on point and a good way to kind of dip your toe into Marvel or DC. I'm going to throw it to you first, Sanjay. All right, so I'm going to do a good Batman story. I just finished reading it, and who doesn't love Batman? Am I right? You're right. He's dope. Three for three on this table, (laughs) and uh, he's definitely the most popular character in DC. Uh, So this storyline I just read is Batman, The War of Jokes and Riddles. Have you read that, Troy? I'm reading it right now. i got one more issue left, so spoil this I won't spoil it for (laughs) you, but uh, just a little bit of background. It's a... What's it called when you think back about flashback? Some... Yeah, that, thank you. I got you. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a flashback uh, story, and it takes place when Batman first started his crime-fighting days, and it's a uh, takes place. There's a war between the Riddler and the Joker, and they want to kill Batman. Pretty much his entire rogues gallery is in this. Yeah, they've both taken sides of the Riddler and the Joker. Yeah. yeah, so it's really cool. They kind of divide Gotham up into Riddler territory or Joker territory. So it's a good introduction to lots of Batman villains rather quickly, and it's really good, really well written. Um, King, Tom King, Tom King is writing it, and he's a fantastic writer. So I just finished up. I think it's only like five, six issues. So you could probably even still get them in the single issues at your local comic book shop. Yeah, because it's still because it's only been like two, two, three months. So check it out if you can, and uh, if you want to wait for the trade, that'll come out in a couple months or. Yeah, uh, going into that one, you might want to also pick up I Am Bane, I think, hey, because that leads into something I don't want to spoil, but there's a reason why Batman's explaining this flashback right, right. of the War of Riddles and Jokes. Yeah, and who yeah. doesn't love Bane? Oh, yeah, Bane's <laughs> right? awesome. Every time, <laughs> every time I read the I Am Bane, I did the Tom Hardy voice in my head. You just can't read the character now without with a normal <laughs> voice. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you know, I'm right there with you with uh, Batman. I'll go with um, Court of Owls. You can never nice. fail with Batman Court of Owls. It's, I think it's one of the best ways to get into that character. Batman was one of the strongest points coming out of uh, the New 52. And I feel like the Court of Owls challenges Batman in a new way that we've never seen, or at least we haven't seen in a very long time. And it's a great read all the way up and through to where you're at right now today. So from 2011, starting with Court of Owls, you can read that and you can continue that run leading from Scott Snyder, obviously, now to Tom King's run with uh, The War of Jokes and Riddles. So it'll, it'll definitely get you hooked on Batman. And I will say this, uh, that's a fantastic series. And if the Ben Affleck standalone uh, movie does Court of Owls and it's done well, I'll make a statement. It'll be the best Batman film ever. Oh, easily. Easily. Better than The Dark Knight. Easily. Definitely. Wow, impressive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's that good. Yeah. All right, well, I guess we're going three for three for DC Recommendations. Wow. What? Where are we right now? <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I got so excited. Batman, brave with the build. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, of course I'm sticking with Marvel here. One comic book I always throw out there is Annihilation. I absolutely love this run. This is from 2007. It's a crossover event. But because we're running into Avengers Infinity War, I'm going to recommend actually the Hickman run on Avengers Avengers nice. and New Avengers Volume 5. This is a great jumping on point. You don't need much of that context before this. Hickman does a great job at reintroducing the Avengers, this expanded Avengers, and it leads into this beautiful event called Infinity. And with what we're getting with Infinity War... And this new Black Panther trailer, Black Panther is a huge part of the new Avengers on this. So this is kind of a tandem comic. And it leads into something that I think is going to be valuable for you to be reading as we go into Avengers Infinity War. I think they're going to be taking quite a few cues from this. 
it's in this book that we get the children of Thanos. Mm-hmm. We're called the Black Order in this. So all these characters you're going to see in Infinity War, you're going to see in this comic book, and they're first introduced here. Also with Thanos in this major crossover event called Infinity. So if you're looking for a bit more of a longer-term commitment, look at Avengers Volume 5 and New Avengers Volume 3, I think. I can clarify that. I'll toss you a tweet. But those are, I think, the Hickman run. I think that's a great run to get into for Avengers, and it's going to mean something coming down the pipe. For nice. sure. Yeah, I I read that comic, and that was the only Marvel comic I read, and I loved it. Yeah. It, it was great. Yeah, it's, I think it was up to about 44 issues, if I'm not mistaken. It climbs up there. Yeah, just yeah. shy of 50. That's like 600 in DC terms. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 600 in Marvel terms. Yeah, yeah, I think right now, actually, with Avengers, we're at 649 with the Mark Wade run. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely pick the Hickman run over the one I'm currently reading, which is yeah. the Mark Wade one. Nothing's lived up, I'd say, in the last few years to the Hickman run on Avengers. No. Like, he did it for two or three years there, two and a half years, yeah. something like that. Ultimates was fun. Yeah. Ultimates was pretty cool. Well, that's another recommendation you can yeah. check out there. The the thing with Ultimates is if you're looking to take a deep dive into Marvel, yeah. it's it's fairly limited on what you That's get to. It. There's yeah. two trades called of the Ultimates, yeah. and they're fantastic. They're very cinematic in kind of its bare essence. Yeah, and I think getting into them is is a great avenue into comic books. But if you're looking for more of that six one six type of Earth story Prime. writing, Earth yeah. Prime or yeah. whatever it's called now, that you need to get into this Hickman for sure. So nice. as that's. Hundreds of comic books I think we just gave you. (laughs) (laughs) So check back in with us whenever you get through a couple of these. Let us know how they turn out, if you agree with the recommendations or not. And thanks a lot for the question. Really appreciate it, man. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. Yeah, thanks for throwing those questions our way. Appreciate it. Keep it coming. Yeah, definitely. If you do want to throw a question our way, you can always grab some Twitter. Handles at the end of the episode, as always. Or you can hit us up at thenerdram at gmail.com. And no, we're not signing off. (laughs) We've got a lot to talk about going forward here. We're going to kick it off into the news with the new now titled Han Solo film just prior to recording here you guys hadn't seen this yet no and you guys watched it what are your thoughts on the title now being revealed by director Ron Howard Solo a Star Wars story (laughs) (laughs) the eye roll from Troy yeah oh yeah yeah um well Let's, let's put the question this way let's frame it up a bit did you expect anything different, anything more elaborate? Or is this kind of like, yeah, I guess, I get it. I was expecting more. I felt like people have thrown this title out there going into this movie as a joke. I, <laughs> I, I swear I've heard this title before from fans and it's yeah. just a joke. And, you know, it's hard because the way they presented the trailer or, or the title... I'm like, man, Ron is such a nice guy. Like, I don't want to say anything negative about this. He's <laughs> such a nice guy. And he right? has this nice presence on, on set and everything like that. And then... You know, I, I, I see the title and I'm just like, oh, man. And you revealed it to me just leading up to this. And I, it doesn't float my boat. I, I, I haven't really been a big Han Solo uh, standalone film supporter from the jump. And this this title to me is just kind of, ah, it's it's pretty lame. In my opinion, it's pretty lame. It's actually the lamest Star Wars title <laughs> for a movie I've, I've ever heard. But, I mean, what, what else were you going to do? I'm sure there could have been something more epic. I guess we'll see. You know, the title doesn't make the movie, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, it's easy to say it's probably marketable solo. You just have to say solo and people know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do like that they snuck in a Star Wars story because isn't that Rogue One? So all of the what they used to call the anthology films, the, yeah. the standalones that are in between the saga films, are now called a Star Wars story. So it's just, it's just putting Star Wars in the title without putting Star Wars in the title. Right. You know what I mean, right? So anything that comes that's a standalone now is going to be called a Star Wars story. 
So confusing. <laughs> so it's in the title. No, 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 no. I, I'm confused. <laughs> so where does this take place? Is this before? So it'd be before A New Hope. Okay, got after it. Revenge of the Sith. And what about with Rogue One? Before Rogue One. Before Rogue One. Well, Rogue One's basically the same time as A New Hope. Yeah. yeah that's true. So it's gonna be before that. It's probably gonna be a span. Uh, you're probably gonna see him as, as a, a kid. as a kid. Yeah. In the first part of the film, and then a early 20s i'm guessing yeah, i think they said he's between 20 and 25 i think yeah. right so predominantly throughout this film. you're gonna be a couple years probably before a new hope so so why does han solo get his own solo film <laughs> like why did they choose him is he like the most popular character from the original trilogy or yeah probably i would say yeah you think the more popular is luke i don't know no. i think do you think luke could carry a film a solo film you think so hands down but it, you know, what what time frame i think yeah. a luke post return of the Jedi. oh yeah definitely okay that's where i was going yeah, yeah with you, sebastian you, you stan yeah oh that's what i want yeah you couldn't do a farm boy luke you know no. <laughs> so at so, peru's barbecue or whatever <laughs> 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 too soon yeah, yeah. The, the only thing sorry the way i was going with that yeah. that luke story is because they seem to be handcuffed in this this time frame yeah they can't really do anything post return of the jedi right until they're done telling the new saga tale, right? Exactly. We already got the comics that are filling in between episodes four yeah. and five. So yeah, we couldn't do a Luke in this time frame no. right now. But um, I still feel like we could have done so many other characters. Like we didn't need a Han Solo film. It's kind of like they double dipped. It's like they killed Han Solo in Force Awakens. And then like, wait, 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 wait. What have we done? Let's bring him <laughs> back, but let's make him younger. And I just, I don't feel like anyone was ever screaming for a Han Solo film. I think it's a safe choice, though. It's it is it's very. You look safe. at the characters you can include there: Lando, yeah. Chewbacca, the Millennium Falcon, Han Solo, a character that resonates with almost everybody. Yeah, but Harrison Ford too, though, right? Yeah. That's 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 the big thing. Right? Mm-hmm. You have not seen an image of Aldrich Einreich. Right. You've not seen any sort of video or anything of him doing the Harrison Ford impersonation, right. if you want to call it that. Yeah. Right. So there's there's some of that, and that was always the hardest part about this, right? You look at Rogue One. It didn't rely on original trilogy characters as the main characters. Yeah, you had Tarkin right. and Vader in there, but it was all new characters. Right. This is the first instance of when we're going back and actually recasting Star Wars characters. Because right. you look, even in The Force Awakens, it's the original trilogy. It's the same characters, right? Right. It's the same actors, sorry. So this is the first time going back and saying, we're going to do a story of a younger version of this character that has been around for 40 years. Right, because the only one we did that with was Obi-Wan. Yeah, Ian McGregor, and then that's, yeah, that's, sorry, yeah, you're right, right, and yeah. that's the one I thought for sure we're gonna get out of Rogue One or before even Rogue One would be a standalone Obi One. Like, there's so much story you could tell there. Just him getting trained up, or it just well, yeah, there, there's so much you could do. Whether there's bounty hunters on his tail, whether he does go off Tatooine, like we saw a 20 minute clip of him in Rebels last year take down Maul, and is the best episode of yeah. that season. You know, I, I think we deserve. I think was, we want that movie. It was mi- a minute and a half, two minutes. Min- yeah, of, of combat, yeah. right? It was, it was not unreal. Yeah. It's incredible, so. and I, I'm just scratching my head that we haven't had that film yet, or even they haven't officially yeah. announced it. You know, I'm sure we're getting it. Obviously, oh, I think we are yeah. too. And like you look at to Obi Wan though in the the prequel trilogy, that's pretty far removed. Yeah, that's 20 years removed. This is basically on top of that Harrison Ford character. Right. In a new hope, right? right? So you're able to go back in time, 20, 30 years, whatever it was. Was it more than that? Yeah, it was way more than that. Yeah. To, to Phantom Menace. Yes. Yeah. And so I think it's easier to say, yeah, this is a younger version of Alec Guinness. Right. When you're going into the Han Solo film, it's it's almost like you're recasting Harrison Ford 40 years later. Exactly. And that's a very difficult thing to do. 
because people are going to be coming into this expecting a certain character, a certain portrayal. And it's going to be very hard to move that needle very much and not have people being like, where is the Harrison Ford? Right. Where is the Han Solo that we know and love? Where you go back to the prequel era with Obi-Wan, yeah. Ewan McGregor kind of had free reign as to what he could do there. Exactly. And he's just a younger character yeah. in general. Right? And then Yoda's easy to replicate and Anakin is, is Vader, but not yeah. really. So right. it's this doing characters that we, we know and love and are looking for that exact replica of a character and that's i right. just don't know if that's going to land i'm i'm personally i'm playing a bit of devil's advocate here yeah. personally i'm quite excited about this yeah this, this title in itself it's expected i don't really know what else you could call this to right. make it marketable right like if you call it smuggler's run or yeah. something to that effect like a young han solo film yeah i don't really know where else you could go with this to make this something that sounds bigger but is marketable you need to say look it's about han solo right solo's fine and a Star Wars story. That's right. really all you need to it. Like, I don't know how much more you can add to this title right. without making it confusing. Right. It has to be to the point. So Rogue One wasn't as clear, and that's why they labeled it a Star Wars story. Yeah. And this one is more clear, and you still got the Star Wars story. <laughs> but overall, I'm fairly excited. I think Ron Howard is is absolutely fantastic. I love this guy. Yeah. But one thing that, that kind of scared me a bit about this is that Ron Howard took over on June 22nd yeah. for this film. The original principal photography started in February of 2017. So this is an eight-month shoot, including what Lord Miller did, plus an extra four months of what Ron Howard did. This movie is due out, I think, May 25th or something like mm -hmm. that, 2018. So two weeks after Infinity War. Whoa, it, seriously? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No. So <laughs> I don't know if I'm reading into this too much, but Ron Howard does say at the end of the clip, We'll see you next year, not we'll see you next May. Right. Am I reading too much into that, do you think? Or do you think he's just being casual about it? Because when you look at this shoot, eight-month shoot, probably four months of shooting on top of what they had planned, because that was about 75 80% done. Right. So it looks like Lord Miller getting the boot yeah. and Ron Howard's just getting the director's credit. But now they have a whole bunch of post-production to do and in a very short time frame for probably what is going to be a very big movie. There's Do no you think way. they're going to shift this? Do you think Absolutely. him saying, I'll see you next year, is an indication that, ah, yeah, 100%. committing 100%. fully to this movie? 100%, I will bet you right now, there's no way that they're going to have this movie come out two weeks after Infinity War. They've reaffirmed it numerous times. Well, it's coming out. They're, they're, they're done shooting, but they just have to do principal now after. They just no, have they've to done, do, they're done principal. They've done principal. They, they just have, have to, to do, do post. post. So it's adding editing, the yeah. score, the special effects integration. All of that. So they're yeah. done just the basic scenes at this point, which looks like because of the, the length of time they spent shooting this, it looks like that they've added or reshot the majority of the film. Yeah. Because in, if you compare it to The Last Jedi, yeah. it fired up February 2016 and finished in July. So five months. You look at Infinity War, a movie that comes out a week, two weeks before, it started in January of 2017 and ended in July. So that was a six-month shoot. Right. But you look yeah. at the scale of that movie. It's huge. Humongous. You're looking right. at actors and just there's a lot there, right? This is a huge culmination movie. Not to say that it's bigger or going to be bigger than Han Solo, but the scale of it is enormous. So right. that warrants this shoot. So that finished in July and it's October and the Han Solo movie is just wrapping production. Wow. So it's going to be tight there and you don't want to put this film out 
to have with half in a CG or yeah. this is the best we could do with the time yeah. when they can just move it to December. Yeah, yeah, because you got everyone's liking the December. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I, I like the December Aquaman too. But, December. but they've known for quite some time. They 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 knew Infinity War yeah. was going to come. What's going to come out? I, yeah, I think it will come out. I think they still have enough time though, because we're in September right, or sorry, October right now. End of October. End of October. Yeah, May. I, I still think there's quite a bit of time there. They've done the big nitty gritty stuff already as it is. But this is such a bad business decision. Like, think about it this way. It'd be like if Warner Brothers put out Wonder Woman, and then two weeks later, Justice League. They're going to cannibalize each other. 100%. I fully yeah. agree with you there. Yeah. Like, just business-wise, it makes zero sense. It's I can't yeah. believe this. This, I mean, for a company like Disney that does everything so right, I can't believe they would do something so wrong like this. I would, I would be shocked if Han Solo, or sorry, Solo comes out, the, the when it's coming out i will dress up like chewbacca and go to that film two <laughs> well, weeks after that here War. i'm holding you to that yeah <laughs> absolutely i will chewbacca it up and i will go to the film and I, there's no way and maybe you can if we're being chewbacca you could stand on my shoulder so we only have to pay for one ticket <laughs> 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 poor people behind us yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know yeah. i i really do think that they need to shift this this is me being probably a bit greedy <laughs> i want to have my infinity war time yeah. and Look, eat my han solo cake a lot of people will i mean so does this make any sense i'm baffled yeah just a, baffled a good point we've i've talked about this with a few different people and ash from over at skyhoppers has pointed out numerous times that if people only choose to see a film a month or a film or a couple films a summer and you have avengers infinity war or a han solo sorry solo which one would you take your family to? Infinity Probably War. the Infinity War. 100%. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I think I made so that clear if you're, how I feel. If yeah. Now, <laughs> if you're now splitting your audience, or at least part of your audience as the family audience, into two groups, then you're losing out already to yourself. So not only does it not make sense business-wise to have this in May, I think they need the time here. And they've shown this with Episode Nine. With The Force Awakens, they push that back. With the last, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They've always inconsistently given themselves the time to put their best foot forward. There's no sense in rushing this film out. I want Pun it to intended. be good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get what you're saying. But I think with that logic, though, I think anybody that has that budget, a movie, a month, or whatever the case is, Infinity War and Star Wars, that's, that's just in the budget. I don't think anyone's going to skip over one or the other when it comes to those kind of... Because it's not like it's like, here's Manchester by the Sea... And then here is like Moonlight. You know what I mean? Yeah, these, right. these are the two biggest movies of the year. You're going to make time to see it. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But well, I mean, we're going to make time to see it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Us will. But yeah. I mean, anybody, anybody that's going to see a Star Wars film or anybody that's going to see an Infinity War film is going to see a Star Wars film. But the traffic's going to bleed into each other. Absolutely. So, you know, they're going to move it. I don't understand. I don't decision. think they're going to move it to December, though. Aquaman is just such a mighty film <laughs> that it doesn't stand a chance. Here's the thing with <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and Star Wars, Lucasfilm. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, nor should they. They, they will put the, their movie wherever they want. They're yeah. like the biggest bully in the block. They could just say, okay, we're putting this movie whatever day. It doesn't even matter. It could be like, they could have put it during the U.S. election and more people would probably go see Star Wars and vote. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's what happened. Maybe that's what they should have done. <laughs> Jeez. So, yeah, that's Solo. It's coming. It, it's here. Well, hopefully we're going to get a trailer at some point, maybe attached to The Last Jedi. Will we get a uh, crawl, you think? I mean, I know they kind of made it clear that we're not getting crawls with the standalones, but do you not think this film needs it more than anything? Well, yeah, that's a good point because they need to do a little bit of explaining yeah. as to when this is set, 
what's going on right? in the galaxy at this point in time. I don't know how you do that in the absence of Kroll. I think Rogue One, you kind of got it. Yeah, exactly. A bit. You, you, you kind of need to catalyze. I don't know. Do you think there's going to be a lead into book they for probably Solo, will. right? Do you probably like will. they did with Catalyst? Because that added a lot. To it did for film. us, but the general audience didn't read that book. No. Right. Actually, a lot of people I remember because they didn't read Catalyst was kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. Who's well, who's, who's that? Lyra I thought Galen was, was so a bit more. Like, <laughs> yeah. You get it eventually. So, you, I don't know. Like because we're set in a Star Wars universe, we feel that we need that contextual background. Does the normal moviegoer need that? Like you look into any film that starts with a young kid and eventually you get to your hero or whatever. Right. Do you need a crawl or do you need a background story to understand that? Or is that just where we've come to because we're so ingrained in this universe? I, I think it's just what Star Wars has established yeah. for the last, God knows how many yeah. years. <laughs> but I, I guess it would be weird now to, to do the standalone thing where there is a crawl because the last one didn't have it. Yeah. So right. I think they're going to probably keep it out. But there'll be a book for us. I'm there sure. There will right? be. Yeah. For sure. Well, here's Comp the important and... question. What's the sequel going to be called? You can't call it Solo 2. <laughs> Rogue 2. Rogue 2. <laughs> just confuse the hell out of everyone. <laughs> Isn't that just New Hope? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that happens later. <laughs> More Death Star plans to yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, there it is. We've got Solo. It's coming next May. I think third week of May, May 24th or something like that. 18th. That sounds about right. Yeah. Something along those lines. Not happening. Hopefully shifting to December. <laughs> Not happening. There's too scared of Aquaman. Yeah, right. <laughs> but I think it's time to quickly shift this conversation over to the two bits of news we missed from New York Comic Con that are a bit more Star Wars focused. And then we're going to jump into our trailer reviews. We've got two yeah. trailers. We do one in depth, one high level. The other is New Mutants, which scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so wait for that. But I just wanted to quickly touch on the new black series that did drop at New York Comic-Con. We've got some images for DJ, which is Antonio Banderas' character. No, wrong no. guy. <laughs> Who is it? It's Benicio Del Toro. Thank you. Ah, I thought you meant DJ Tanner. No. From... <laughs> we also got Lando Calrissian in his Jabba Palace disguise, Forlom and Dengar. So that's filling out almost our entire Bounty Hunter crew from Empire Strikes Back. We're just missing Zuckus because we've got Bosk and IG-88 and Boba Fett in the past in this series. So these are probably coming out mixed in with some of the Last Jedi waves later on next year. But I'm excited about these. These are great sculpts. I'm loving how they're kind of going back and doing original trilogy as well as supplementing with The Last Jedi. What are your thoughts on these, Troy? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Not too bad. Um, I got to get that Lando now to go yeah. along with my other Lando, but also to go kind of with the bounty hunter thing with um, Princess Leia as Return of the Jedi bounty hunter. Oh, yeah. Bausch. Bausch, yeah, yeah, which I just think is a pretty cool uh, figure. Yeah. So it'd be neat to kind of have those all. I got a, I got a Boa Fett, thanks to you. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a good look. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it's these black series, they're dropping hard. We haven't seen too much of that second wave here. No. I, I saw... Actually, I'm going to tell a quick story. I don't think I told this last week. So I ran into a Walmart looking for the second wave. And I walk in and I see a dude standing there. And he is holding a General Leia in his hand. And I'm thinking, oh my God. Because what happened was I dropped my car off to get an oil change. I, I think you have... Uh, what's that called? Where you uh, forget things? 
You have it probably though. Yeah, <laughs> me too. You, you told the story last time. No, I told it to you guys. I don't think I told it in the no, podcast. No, you, you, you did put. Yeah, you told us, but you didn't tell the podcast. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, you man, have I have uh, Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah. I just thought of it. <laughs> I did tell you with the intention of putting it on the podcast. Oh, okay. I was so confused. I was like, I heard this before. Uh, Sanjay Solo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I dropped my car off to get the oil change, and there was a Walmart about a fifteen or so minute walk from where I was. So I was like, yeah, I'll just go check it out. I tried to take a shortcut and I got stopped by a huge fence with barbed wire on top of it. And so I had to backtrack. So it took about eight or nine minutes off my time. <laughs> by the time I walked into here, I'm thinking, oh my God, I could have had that general layout if I didn't try to take a friggin' shortcut. <laughs> so I missed out. I talked to the dude, really nice guy, big collector. We got chatting back and forth about wave two, wave three and all this. I'm happy that a collector got it, not a scalper. This guy was hunting for this That's specifically. Cool. So I was happy about that, but I'm missing out on this wave too. Yeah. I haven't got anything from it. He said he's seen it lingering here and there that Imperialist guy's Poe or Imperialist guy's Finn and the Poe are going to be peg warming. So don't run after them. It's the General Leia, the Maz, and the Snooks Royal Guards. Yes. Which are the big ones to get in this wave, but that Maz or Maze and the, the Guards are coming in wave three. So don't worry too much about them. These figures that they just announced, wave four or five probably. Cool. So did you uh, tell them about our podcast? Did you try to promote it? It's funny because my wife asked me the exact same thing. <laughs> and I've yet to figure out a not so subtle but subtle way <laughs> yeah. to insert the fact that we have a podcast. I just don't yeah. know how to bring I it up in general just conversation. Just wear a t-shirt all the time. <laughs> Business cards, a Always hat. be promoting. Yeah. <laughs> so I would love to. Like, I don't know how to bring that up in conversation. Oh, by the way, here's this yeah, right? thing. If you enjoy Star Wars, yeah. you would enjoy my podcast. I don't know. I mean, if for anyone out there listening from the Commonwealth, maybe you guys have some advice and let us know like, yeah. how yeah. do you guys how do get you, that number. Yeah, how do you just break through that because there's been numerous times i'm thinking like i gotta say something i gotta say something especially to local people for sure right but i just don't know how to get past that barrier that we had a great we probably talked for about 10 minutes about collecting but i just had no idea how to bring up that we have this podcast we do every week that we love doing so you should have asked him for asked if he wanted an autograph be like you may know me from. <laughs> or can, I have, can I have your phone? I just wanted to go to your podcast yeah. app, and download all hundred and so or whatever this episodes. I'll buy episodes. that Leia for you if you uh, subscribe to our podcast. <laughs> so if, one more thing I got to bring up. This is the the collector's mindset. So as we were talking, he put the Leia down and pulled out his phone to show me a few photos of stuff he's picked up recently. And is it bad that I sat there and thought to myself? What would happen? He's quite a big guy. What would happen if I just ran and grabbed that General Leia and took off? Like down, down into the corridors of Walmart. Yeah, make sure no fence is stopping yeah. <laughs> Into the towel aisle or something. Like, why did that run through my brain to right. steal this from this guy? Like, that's bad. Because the hunt is real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no mercy. <laughs> Savage. Did you offer to buy it from him? No, he, I, he, the way we talk, he clearly needed it for his collection. Yeah. He was not giving that up. It yeah. would have been like trying to get it off me. No, yeah. no, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So and, some, it's Leia too of all. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So someone came and was like, oh, I'm really looking for this one. Here's 200 bucks. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> 200 bucks for a figure I have yet to buy? Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Sure. Yeah, I just, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a no-brainer. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm well, not, you I'm could have offered 200 bucks. $35 rule, man. The gold yeah. nerd rule. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's very effective. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, 
huge side tangent there. Sorry, back to the Black Series. Excited to see these new figures coming. Looking forward to the next waves. Hopefully we get some visibility on Wave 2 and Wave 3 here in Canada. I've been on the hunt in about four or five days, so starting to get nervous. Yeah, you know, I think things are packed pretty well right now. Um, there's there's a lot of those Netflix series that yeah, are I've on seen the pegs. Ton of them, yeah. yeah, they're they're kicking up. Thor's getting back up there. I've seen yeah. a lot of Thor's. I actually uh, I picked up another Spider Man Homecoming. Actually, that's what else that's what else I actually picked nice. up. But Homecoming's coming back up. Um, and the Black Series, I think we're stocked pretty well right now for Hasbro. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're pretty good on the first wave. The second wave is lingering a bit. Yeah, the three and three quarter inch are looking good. The Elite Series are still stacked deep. Actually, I think on October. 27th so in a couple weeks from now that's when they start dropping those elite series back into the disney store cool. so it'll be more of the exclusive release we've yet to confirm if it's a ballot draw we'll keep you guys apprised of that i'll throw something up on twitter for the elite series that just reminded me i'm hoping it's the 27th there's actually a sheet over there we can grab later but it doesn't matter i'll throw <laughs> that up on twitter and remind you guys as exactly when those elite series are dropping cool. sure you will he's just gonna say the wrong days and no one else goes <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people collect those, actually, yeah. which is apparent from how much they're shelf camping. Right. <laughs> Anyways, the last bit of news I want to cover quickly here before we wrap up the New York Comic Con stuff is Thrawn. This is a character that we did see last night in the season oh. premiere of Rebels. Very briefly, he's a favorite of mine. I'm about halfway through his current book by Timothy Zahn. But at the publishing panel, they announced a sequel to this called Thrawn Alliances. It's going to feature your man, yes. Darth Vader. Yeah. What that do you has think about sold. this? Yeah, yeah you're, I, you're in. I am, you know, and I, I said this probably just before the Thrawn book came out that I was definitely going to pick up the Thrawn book. I yet to do so just because I've been so caught up with collecting and comic books and, and other Star Wars novels. So I do have to get on um, the Timothy Zahn new Thrawn book, but I'm definitely going to pick this one up too. I'll get it right away, but I just won't read it obviously because yeah. I'm guessing obviously I'm going to have to read the first one. Yeah. Do you think Timothy Zahn's going to give us a trilogy like he did before? I think they're leaning on that. Yeah. The question that I really have, though, I've not finished the original Thrawn, the Thrawn book that's out right now right. by Timothy Zahn. So I don't know where it lands in the time frame. I'm assuming it gets pretty close to Rebels. So this book, Alliances, I'm curious as to where it's going to take place. Is it going to take place during A New Hope? Is it going to take place into Empire Strikes Back? Like, where is this landing? Where does this push the character of Thrawn too. We're probably not going to get that answer until season four of Rebels ends to see right. the fate of Thrawn. But if he lives in Rebels, this very well could take place after A New Hope. But when does this book come out? The new one? Not till summer of 18. Also, Rebels would be over. Yeah, it would be long over. Um, and then your book you're reading right now, the first Thrawn book of new canon, does it explain his origins of where he's kind of come from? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, so he's never met Vader, I'm guessing, at this point. like. No, so there is a reference to him... So, spoiler, sorry for the Thrawn book here. Very minor spoilers. All right, I won't listen. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's in the queue, right? <laughs> he met Anakin. Oh. And he has some idea, or at least is teased, that he does know who Darth Vader is. I think they meet briefly in this book. Oh. But he seems to have an idea through his deduction abilities right. as to who vader actually is really so it's much like tarkin because in the tarkin book same kind of thing tarkin remembers anakin from the clone okay. wars I've read that but one. he also has yeah. an idea that this is anakin under that helmet as well cool shoot those so, two clever scallywags uh, eh? <laughs> yeah. way to not swear <laughs> <laughs> good save good save yeah i'm trying to trying to keep it you know kid friendly here yeah <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm super excited about yeah. more thrawn content we've got the figure 
We've got him in Rebels. Got two books now. Could Zahn close out with a trilogy? I'll give you my answer at the end of Rebels Season 4. If he's still alive, then yes. If he's dead, no. No. I mean, I I guess, you know, it it could take place during Season 3 of Rebels, even for all we know, because Vader is absent in Season 3, and we don't see Thrawn all the time in that season. Maybe they have some kind of venture. I I don't want that, though, because I I want new story. I feel like if they're trying to weave in and out of Rebels, it'd be kind of cool, I guess, to make reference to a Rebels episode and then come back. But at the same time, I'm looking for new content. I'm yeah. looking for Thrawn post a new hope. You really want to live. I, know. I do. You want I do. To, yeah. There's a there's an easy way to explain him away. Yeah. You can just fire him off, yeah. kind of like the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> World so. War Thrawn. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of which, that's a semi okay segue. <laughs> we'll take it. Marvel discussion. Paul Blart segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first show we're going to talk about here that Sanjay brought to my attention right before we started the podcast was there's this new mutants. Mm-hmm. trailer that dropped and it's an x-men movie or a marvel movie from fox yeah that has mutants in it yeah but this thing is shot or at least the trailer's cut like a proper horror flick yeah my number one thing i was saying through this there's no way i'm going to see this in the theaters <laughs> this looks freaking terrifying it, it well it's I'm not your level of horror. Yeah. <laughs> I scare myself on purpose every week. <laughs> I'm a Keeps giant me wimp. Young. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's something different. And Fox has really been doing something different with their movies. They gave us the first R-rated comedy in Deadpool, the first R-rated Western in Logan, and then the first uh, horror superhero. Well, maybe not the first horror superhero because we had Blade. Could you classify that uh, as horror? I wouldn't say horror. Not like this horror. Like this not, is not like deliberate horror. That's like action horror. Yeah, 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 this is like horror horror. Well, that's yeah. like vampire werewolves. I think that's a whole different genre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Van Halen yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is like the first true proper horror film. Yeah. In superhero horror film. So they're really trying to branch out the superhero genre. And it's, it's good to see because if this does well, then I think Warner Brothers, they're kind of copying a lot of other studios, would be like, hmm... Justice League Dark, let's finally get that into production. Or maybe it's time to reboot Constantine. I guess Constantine was kind of a horror film as well. Yeah. Right. But people don't really remember that one with no, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. There's yeah. nothing like the character. The character is a British guy and this one was an blonde. American. Yeah. <laughs> but even Constantine, I wouldn't consider that. Like I keep saying deliberate horror because yeah. this is the faces coming out of the walls. Right. This yeah. is like jump scares. Yeah, jump scares, yeah. the music, even yeah. like the title card. Yeah. It's like finger scratches kind right. of of the right. Mutants, right? Yeah. This doesn't align with anything that I <laughs> would even have imagined this. I was looking for this like bubbly movie right. from right. Fox. Yeah. Bright colors and mutants. This is nothing like that. And I think it's a good point you made about Fox branching this out. They haven't had the success post really the trilogy of X-Men mm-hmm. that they probably could have or should have with that new X-Men series. It's good. Like first class is good, yeah. but they haven't ever got to that level that they got to in the early two thousands. Right. Mm-hmm. But doing what they did with Deadpool and now with the mutants, yeah. they're just, Logan, even Logan, Logan yeah, they're yeah. doing different things. They're trying yeah. to push on this genre, which is pretty cool. You're seeing that a little bit in Marvel with Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther and that, but this is just way different yeah, direction. Field. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't really know much about the new mutants, but it, no. it was cool to see a couple shots of magic, though, because yeah. I'm, I'm a magic fan of the character Colossus' sister, uh, but I'm so used to her having like the big, gigantic sword. That's my kind of magic, so it's unfortunate we don't see that yet in the trailer, but maybe they'll go that route. I think they did mention the director um, is staying away from costumes, so that kind of gives me a little bit of that feel and hope of... Um, 
uh, Chronicle because yeah. Chronicle was a huge right. hit and surprise for song. me, right? Great if this movie. can kind of go that route, but still keeping it kind of horrified, yeah. Um, then then I'm down with it. The trailer alone though really didn't sell me that much. I didn't really like the music, and it felt kind of Netflix Marvel like, yeah, you know, a little bit like the Punisher, Is... like the clips and the edits and the chops. Definitely did. Yeah. Was it because some of the actors in there though like you have the kid That's from stranger things. stranger things you've got what's her name from, from game of Aria. thrones yeah yeah so uh, i agree with you a little yeah, bit though you know it had yeah, a little bit of that point. slightly fan made a little but i mean maybe it's all to go with the grittiness of yeah. what they're trying to portray throughout the film so i don't know i'm coming off the heels of it and a lot of people like that movie it i didn't really find it anything special really so, yeah I, I didn't really care much for it but I, that I also saw that movie right after watching Blade Runner, which I've mentioned right. as a masterpiece. So what can live up to that? But um, this, 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 this movie, I'll check it out. I, I was a big fan of like the Saw series too. Oh, so okay. you gonna see the new Jigsaw? I will. Yeah, I will. Man, yeah. I, I couldn't. Even, I can't even make close to those films. Like, What's I'm, the scariest movie you've seen? Gremlins. I don't know. <laughs> Batman vs Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> that was good that was good i, I don't right. know like i've seen parts of saw i just have no interest in the mutilation and right. i don't like being scared like even yeah. like my wife will tell you like she'll come around the corner not say anything and i'll turn around and i swear I, <laughs> last night i was putting my daughter to bed and she kind of came around the corner and i didn't hear her, and she was kind of just watching us i turn around and raise my fist like i <laughs> like i like I get so scared yeah. like i don't like that jump and i'm just yeah. so tense yeah that I don't enjoy the movie. I'm like white knuckling, like <laughs> buttholes puckered up the whole time. Like, I want to watch like The Exorcist or The Shining with you and just videotape. I've never your seen face. any of those movies. Like that would be That's wonderful. Hilarious. That's like yeah. a podcast in itself. Like right. I watched half that trailer with one eye closed. Right? Like <laughs> That's such a whim. We should take like it to the theater. Yeah. Let's take him to see Jigsaw. Jigsaw. I, mean, like, I, won't, I won't ever see it. No. No. Like. It's I, not even that. I didn't think it was that scary. It wasn't that yeah. scary. It was more just like a fun. Okay, like, yeah. that's like that's like me saying like, oh, it's just a Star Wars thing. You should do it. Like, I <laughs> you know, it's like a roller coaster I, ride. I, yeah. I have no contextual background in horror films. Like I have nothing to even prep me for some of these movies you talk about as being. When you say it's scary, like I would be peeing my pants, <laughs> like literally on the ground in the fetal position. <laughs> like, I'm, like I swear, man, I just don't enjoy that i think you got to build up it's kind of like when you go on rides you don't just go on like the skyscraper like no, whatever just a bungee jump you yeah you, you got you, you gotta crawl <laughs> before you ball right why so. would you jump out of a perfectly good place? Right. <laughs> that's so dumb um do you guys think you know going the classic fox route they've been doing since deadpool do you think this will have any continuity or any tissues connecting tissues <laughs> with the mcavoy Verse. This is gonna screw it up even worse. It'll oh, have like some like yeah. X Men like tie in that'll make no sense. Like Cyclops is, will make an appearance or something that'll just like screw up continuity. Because well, like I mentioned, we had Colossus already established in um, yeah. Deadpool, and then we have Magic here. Do you so think? I'm assuming this takes place way in the future. Okay. Yeah. Um, could it be the kids that run off from Logan? I don't oh, know. From oh, Eden or whatever the case yeah. is. Maybe. But my guess is they're gonna do the same thing they did in the TV show. What's it called? The Gifted. Right. That they just say, oh, the mutants were, the X-Men used to be here, and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants used to be here. Yeah. And they're just going to kind of play it off like they, the, you're in that universe that contained them. You don't know if it's the universe that we know or the screwed up one that we have. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just going to be offhanded references to the idea of a mutant or the idea of the X-Men, and they're just going to leave it at that. Yeah. There's no point anymore. No. Like, as much as I hate it, yeah. there's no point anymore at even attempting to tie this in right. they're better off like you say with that dc the red they may be going is quality over continuity yeah. something mm -hmm. different over continuity so yeah. just ignore the fact 
that nothing lines up and just put out a movie that can stand on its own and maybe yeah. just go from there. We just have to relinquish that because this is something that I thought of not too long ago was outside of the MCU, none of these connected universes work. None of them. Well, I will argue the Conjuring universe, but that is horror, so you would Conjuring. not have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, right now there's. Is this uh, what you feel like when I, we talk about Star Wars? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? This is my Star Wars. <laughs> uh, what's what is there? There's M Night. M Night now has kind of that's you know, right. M Night Shyamalan class that's yeah. coming out. And uh, what was, was the last Unbreakable one? Unbreakable and, and Split. And Split. So yeah. he's kind of working on something there. And so the I mean, it's only two films deep. So yeah. but, but that's not a deliberate universe, right? That's someone with maybe a, a thread that ties through all these. You look at right. DC, you look mm-hmm. at the monster universe. Yeah, it seems a failing. Vin Diesel's yeah. fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they don't ever seem to work on the scale the MCU does. Yeah. Right. And is it better... The Fox is another great example. Is it better to just do what Deadpool does and and make fun of continuity and or ignore it completely? I think for Fox's case, it definitely does. Because yeah. even before Deadpool is a mess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have loose continuity. Like if they did a Magneto movie, because he would be like, what, 100 years old now? But if they did like a Magneto movie again and it's kept him like around and Charles Xavier, because they're... They just Super can't retread old. that again. Yeah. Like, this is why they're doing different things with Deadpool yeah. and New Mutants. It's like, we can't have another Magneto movie. Like, he's been in everything. Like, I yeah, love right. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Like, he's great, but he's been horribly misused. Yeah. yeah. And, like, that talent there. They could have done a Magneto story that well, wasn't kind of mixed up in all this other stuff. That's but. what First Class was supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. And, and, they, they, and they, they, they had a little bit of it, yeah. which was great. It Definitely. Was that's some of the best parts. It's yeah. his origin story. And he goes in the bar and he takes that knife. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And yeah. like even that whole thing with him and Xavier, that makes sense as part of a Magneto origin story. Yeah. And him struggling with the fact that he's a villain but wants to be a hero. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I like that struggle, that light and dark struggle that we've yeah. seen throughout Star Wars and all that. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> New Mutants. I ain't seen this in the theaters. I'm going to wait till you tell me how scary it is. And then I'm going to dial it down. Watch it with one eye on Netflix. <laughs> Go from there. Awesome. I'll see it in theaters. Um, I'm a sucker. I like all the Fox movies, so I'm there. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on the Fox films, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll check this one out. Yeah, I'll see it. I just don't know You're if I'll see it You're much braver men than I. <laughs> well, one movie I'm definitely going to be seeing in theaters is Black Panther. That drops this February, and this looks absolutely incredible we had a trailer drop this past sunday monday was that yesterday it was no. yesterday. monday yeah. yeah out of nowhere the first thing they threw out there was the poster it looks very much like the last <laughs> jedi the most recent one thrown out there and you guys got some opinions about that poster yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll let troy go first uh, i don't like it i'm gonna sound like a broken record from last time we talked because i didn't like the uh last jedi poster either but this poster for me doesn't work on many levels i don't really like the blue i don't really like the photoshop it looks like a mix of great gatsby you know a little kind bit of, it has that yeah. great gatsby kind of look and a little bit like you you mentioned the force awakens or sorry the lost jedi like mashup of the characters so yeah it wasn't working for me at all the posters i feel like they're not really hitting the mark for posters when it comes to the black panther campaign or marketing campaign yeah, yeah. i'd agree this kind of reminds me of spider-man homecoming just too busy i like there's something a lot on it yeah, yeah there's a lot of clip art <laughs> yeah. um something like something more simple like the first wonder woman poster or iron man one where that, that that was, suggestion with the, just the mask yeah. yeah that's what it should have been just the iron man one poster but just the black panther mask and yeah. you have poster of the year yeah. yeah. Well, the thing too with with this movie about being 
hidden away from the world. And you think subtlety would be good on the posters. Right. Because the first three posters they drop, none of them have landed. No. Like you look at what no. they're doing with Ragnarok, fantastic yeah. work with Amazing. the colors and all that. The Guardian stuff's been good. Yeah, Guardians But been you great. look at this, yeah. the first one was a Photoshop mess. The second one was Black Panther standing on top of that other Black Panther. Right, yeah. And this one is, it's okay. I would never buy it. No, no. But it's way too busy for a Black Panther movie. And you look at the colors, the purple and gold that they have in this new trailer. They're nowhere to be seen, really, right. in this. There's a bit of gold in here, but the blue, where does that come from? Yeah, it's really off. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, that Missed. poster isn't a favorite amongst us. No. But high-level thoughts on this trailer before we go into a little bit more in-depth breakdown of it. Uh, I, all I can say is color palette. Yeah. I love the colors in this trailer. It's incredible. Yeah, and I was going to say, this trailer, you can definitely tell Marvel's put a lot invested in this film. It looks like a world film where, you know, this doesn't, this won't just take place in Wakanda. You can see they go to Asia, they go all the way around the world. So it's nice to see that Marvel's backing this financially and not just doing a bare bones Black Panther movie. Yeah, yeah they're all in. This, they're setting this up to be the next Iron Man. I'd say so. You look yeah. at how they show the costume evolving, the character in itself, the technology and all that. It's a new age, if we can call it that, 10 years out. Yeah. Almost a redoing of Iron Man on a completely different level. I'm not saying that they're copying or using it as a blueprint. Right. But just the feel of it, it feels like that Iron Man origin story again. That that down-to-earth, here's what we're going to do. We're going to introduce you to this awesome new character. And it's going to blow us all away. Yeah, I feel like they're really pushing for this character to be the next like household name. Yeah. Really. And I think he's going to get there. Yep. He's a huge favorite in Civil War. Yes. Chadwick Boseman nails it in here. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan as the main villain, oh, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he looks like a villain that is not to be effed with. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, Which is cool because we've never seen him act this role before. No. Yeah. yeah. And Michael B. is the man. He's the man. Yeah. 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 I think the biggest thing, too, about this trailer, as we get into a bit more in-depth here, so spoilers for the trailer if you're not watching here, the thing that jumps out to me almost immediately and probably most consistently throughout this trailer is the music. Mm-hmm. It is on point, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, my favorite part is when they've got that ship and it rides through the different layers, the the the, the kind of... Like uh, the force fields of yeah, some sort? Yeah, force field or whatever yeah. it's called. And the beats hit with right. as it's going through. Right. Yeah. So it's good. Great. Yeah, yeah. That editing there, the mixing, right? Yeah. 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 And I will say this. This definitely feels and looks like a standalone film. Like, this doesn't look like it, it, anything to do with the rest of the MCU. Um, like, this is the last film to come out before Infinity War. And I don't even think there's going to have any connectivity towards Infinity War. I think this is going to be straight standalone, maybe an Easter egg with Thanos. But besides that, nothing. Yeah, it's going to really, like you said, stand on its own. It's, it's a story that they seemingly have crafted even in this trailer that we can tell this in isolation because no one knows what's going on in Wakanda. Right. They've made it very clear from the words that Martin Freeman's character, Everett Ross, from Civil War, who in the comic books is kind of a liaison to Wakanda, to the UN or whatever. But he seems to be acting a bit something different here. Right. But his words here at the start of the trailer is basically saying, no one knows what's behind these force fields. And it's really cool that they've established that there's this whole humongous technologically advanced society that the world has no ideas there. Right. And I really like that aspect of it because that allows you to tell a story without having to acknowledge everything else, right? You can tell a standalone story without having to worry about all this other stuff going on. And it's about, it's a personalized story too, right? It's about the Wakandan nation. It's about the Wakandan 
throne. Yeah. More so than anything. It's brother against brother type thing, right? That's right. And Wakanda itself really seems like it's playing like a big like character role. Yeah. yeah. That's been an important piece in the most recent run of Black Panther is Wakanda actually being a character. Right. They seem to have taken a lot of cues from that and inserted to here because like you said, the color palettes on this brilliant they yeah. capture that african feel the technology the technology yeah, yeah it's it's oh it's so well done so well crafted it yeah. looks absolutely beautiful because you could walk a fine line with this right it could look silly yeah but to me everything looks just i, I keep saying it but it looks incredible yeah the things everything kind of pops in here and i feel like um the cinematography at least looks very similar to a guardians or even the latest thor like i feel like it fits that world yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah they're, they're really changing up how they're presenting these from a color perspective right is that you look at iron man you look at captain america either slightly darker colors more earth tones yeah, and grounded were, almost yeah, yeah, yeah. we're seeing so much pops this is the purple pops in here right yeah mm -hmm. look at thor you got that green and blue that pop right, and right. same with the guardians right so they're going down this route of Integrating a bit more of that color from the conference. Right. Kind of Kirby-ish. A little bit. Oh, yeah. 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 So the Dora Milaje here feature heavily in this. Right. And they're they're warrior women, yeah. protectors of the King of Wakanda. They're gonna kick some serious ass. Right. In this. And then they're establishing right off the bat how she's piloting the ship with her hands. Yeah. Like looks like she's oh. using the force by piloting that that <laughs> ship, right? Oh, yeah. They're just so far advanced here. Yeah. Yeah you just see it like a lot of it looks like stark technology right yeah but they established in the trailer here that it's his sister suri that is kind of that genius behind all of this yes to a degree which is again a really cool that's my favorite scene in this trailer is we see chadwick boseman's um t'challa interacting with his sister and they kind of have that handshake yeah that yeah oh man i love that and again <laughs> hits the beats with the music mm -hmm. brilliant it's great and we, and we get a scene here with angela bassett you know playing the mom which is so cool i think she is the perfect actress to play the strong kind of female character mm -hmm. playing the mom of black panther yeah yeah awesome the thing too that about this trailer we talk about the technology and the color palette and all that but then it's juxtaposed with the beauty of the natural condemnation. Yes. And, yeah. But again, it still all fits together. Yeah. Like, ah, it's, there it is. That's there the same. There it is, yeah. I love it. And this new suits that we're getting here with Black mm -hmm. Panther. We've got a sleeker look. Later on the trailer, we see him kind of with the energy suit. Yeah. You've got that purple running through it. That was in a promo piece for Infinity War. So people were speculating, oh, does he get that for Infinity War? Right. Oh. No, it's actually in this yeah, film. Yeah, he's here. that much ahead. Yeah. You know, which is great. I, I love seeing the suits. I'm still a little bit more of a fan of the Civil War suit, but... It's still pretty much the same one. Yeah, it's hard to really tell because yeah. it's so dark. Yeah. You get maybe a little bit more gold on it and maybe mm -hmm. a little bit more lines. Yeah, the ears are slightly different. Yeah, but yeah. in battle, you're not going to be able to tell no. too much no. difference here. Oh, when he's flying through the air here, this too. This is great. Oh, this, so, is, this looks like it's almost going to be an opening scene, an opening battle scene where there's some someone has made their way into Wakandan territory. Yeah. It's Black Panther's job to go out there and put a stop to it, whether Protect. it's poaching or something like that. I think right? it might be S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, you think so? just someone trying to learn more about this like unknown nation, and sometimes in the comic books or the animated film, Black oh, Panther. Really? Right. Well, well, how cool would it even be if it's kind of a spin of Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Remember when we see Black Panther break into the Avengers oh, Mansion, yeah. and then the security systems go off. But if it's in reverse, and like it's the event, not the Avengers, but it's Shield yeah. trying to break into Wakanda, and they just want to talk to him, but he's like, guard is up. You can't come to my to yeah. my country like this my nation right that's so, what i'm thinking yeah wow, that'd be very cool, cool. Yeah. i'm thinking maybe poachers of some sort yeah yeah or looking poachers after just get destroyed yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's what you mentioned the poachers in that animated movie right yeah it's the poachers that came up with him in captain america when he shows up in the film yeah and cool. uh black panther the original black panther puts a stop to them yeah yeah, yeah. 
So Michael B. Jordan features quite heavily in this. We didn't get much of that character in the original trailer. No. But here he's all over the place. He's looking intimidating. He is looking like I would I'm gonna put him on at this point with the trailer on a Loki level. Yeah. Like, wow. He's looking good. Yep. Like I just loving what they're doing with the character, and it seems that he's gonna be teaming up with Claw. Yeah. Kind of this unholy alliance type thing. Right. So if you reach into the comic books a bit, Eric Killmonger, he comes back with Claw to try to overthrow uh, I don't know if it's T'Challa at the time or if it's or T'Chaka actually oh, okay. in the comic books. And so he becomes like this exiled son. Right. It looks like it's going to be a lot about battling for the throne. You have, it looks like you have a bunch of different tribes. Yeah. And they seem to be going head to head as T'Chaka has been killed. They maybe they don't think T'Challa is worthy to carry the mantle of Black Panther. Mm. Cool. And then in here we get the reveal of the suit, the new Eric Killmonger suit. Yeah. It almost looks like a jaguar. But yeah. it's like this gold Black Panther suit. So cool. Looks like bleeding edge armor, right. kind of. Like yes. kind of how it forms. Yes. Yeah, or, or the extremist. Extremist, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool that relationship you mentioned. It's kind of very reminiscent of Aquaman and Ocean Master. You know, I was thinking that, brothers, yeah. Right? Battle for the Throne, basically. Right? Yeah, so that's oh, kind of cool. I'm really looking forward to seeing uh-huh. him. Like, I was really upset that he wasn't a character that I could see going further in the MCU. Yeah. But if they do him justice here, and maybe he's kind of maybe an ongoing villain or ongoing presence within the black panther series itself yeah i'd be happy with that for sure especially with the caliber of, of uh, michael b jordan you don't waste that i think they've I learned a the lesson from a couple yeah. other characters um Idris elba yeah. right? right you don't want to waste the the potential of michael b is nah. he gonna meet chris evans and the two human torches gonna collide <laughs> <laughs> that'd be hilarious because i wouldn't put out of the question for a captain america cameo towards the end of this because we know that bucky yep eventually he's woken up right he's in wakanda yeah and Cap, I don't know if he's hiding or supporting Cap's new Avengers because I don't know. I'm trying to think in the comic books at some point, I think it's uh, Captain Marvel's, whatever Avengers team she has now, our ultimate team in the comic books. Black Panther oh, okay. supports them technology with the technology That's right. as well as financially. Right. So could you have Black Panther and Wakanda kind of supplementing Captain America's secret Avengers team? Oh, I can oh. totally see it, like Frenching it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can yeah. see it. Like giving them that technology, yeah. giving them the money they need to kind of yeah. operate underground. That'd give them the laser shield. Oh, that'd oh. be great. <laughs> you weren't a fan of it, eh? Well, it was in <laughs> Rebels again. Oh. <laughs> That's right. There's this really cool scene here about halfway through the trailer where Black Panther, he's wearing a white suit, he's walking around, and there's this gorgeous blue almost like Aurora Borealis, Northern Lights type thing. And then you can see in one of the trees, there's a bunch of Black Panthers. Yeah. Do you think this is that, that, I don't know if it's a dream world or what it is where he can talk to past Black Panthers, like his oh, father, grandfathers yeah. and all that. Because you've seen in past comics, there's um, like the Living Dead City or whatever, and it's all past Black Panthers that he can communicate they with. They can communicate, yeah. That's yeah, right. so this is what this looks like almost. Oh, okay. So basically Lion King. Somewhat like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it says King as you say that. Yeah, the yeah. King has arrived. <laughs> yeah, so we see that his, his costume transform here, right? When he yeah. does that run backflip onto the car. Yeah. Wow. My only thing I'll say, my only criticism really about this trailer is some of the Black Panther action scenes the running scenes and that looks slightly unfinished the, yeah. it just doesn't look as crisp it looks still a bit video gameish to me yeah and we noticed that from the last trailer beforehand i thought it would have been cleaned up a bit more this time around but it still doesn't look like it has no it normally so is word, takes a while bit. yeah like if you look at justice league or jurassic world all those movies the cgi doesn't normally get touched up until when the movie gets released yeah, so. yeah. well i remember the first avengers turn when it was released there's all these explosions you had no idea it was coming from, and it was the CG ad later was the Chitari. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like half done film. It's just like <laughs> the principal photography. 
Or uh, Winter Soldier when he jumps through the window and like one glass plate yeah. breaks. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, one other thing I want to touch on Michael B. Jordan. He's got some pretty gnarly tattoos, or I don't yeah, even know. Yeah, like spikes, whatever they yeah. are, hey, on them. Those yeah. are pretty cool. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like Claw is going to be another character in here that is present throughout this. It looks like he's going to be supporting Eric Killmonger to agree to a degree. Mm-hmm. But it looks like he's also got something fixated to the arm he got locked off by Ultron right. in Age of Ultron. Yes. So that was a nice seed in a movie that came out in 2015 yeah. for a villain that we're going to see in 2018. And a key villain for Black Panther. He had ties to the Vibranium in Age of Ultron. Yeah, because they mentioned Wakanda. Yeah, they mentioned yeah. Wakanda and he's got all those vials of Vibranium. He got that tattoo for being a traitor or a poacher or right. whatever, right? Yeah. So, and it, it's our dude, Andy Circus. Yeah. Supreme Leader Snoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caesar. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Again, we get these cool car scenes, right? I think that's a, a standout from Civil War. Everybody mentioned, you know, Black Panther's car scene, how he's, yeah. he's chasing down the cars. The and car again, chase, yeah. they're delivering here in this trailer. They're really marketing. This trailer does some good job on marketing Michael B. Jordan, obviously, to show that there's some superstars, some heavy hitters in this film. And again, they're giving you the stuff that we loved from Civil War. Yeah. Like I said, too, at the start, there's a lot of the Dora Milaje. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like these women... Like I said. Badasses. Oh, yeah. So I don't know anything about Black Panther. Are they like the Royal Guard? Yeah, or? so like the highly trained Royal Guard. So a couple of the characters in here, the from The Walking Dead, with the Katana. What's her I, name? I know what you're talking Michonne? about. I don't know her name. Michonne, yeah. yeah. So she's the main, looks like the head guard. And sometimes I think the Dora Milaje, if I'm not mistaken, are also kind of groomed to be the queen type thing. Uh, oh. Maybe. Right. I might be wrong. Right. I can't remember. One of them took the mantle at one point too, I think, right? Well, sorry, that's his oh, sister. Oh, the sister, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she does take it until yeah. she is killed. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving seeing Claw see, here. Yeah. See, they're in Asia here, yeah. so that gives me hope that it's like a world... Well, I think they film. mentioned, the director, uh, Ryan Coogler, mentioned it's like a global thriller of some sort, I think, or geo geopolitical thriller, I think yeah. he mentioned. Right? Yeah, so. I, I like that because Winter Soldier is probably my favorite MCU film. It's and great. That's what that is too. Yeah, it's. I, I think when I first saw the trailer, I was like, okay, this is very Wakanda based. But now you've guys pointed out that it looks like we are going a bit more global. So yeah. it looks like this is going to be the real reveal of Wakanda to the world because you see that in Civil War where T'Chaka comes and says it's time for Wakanda to be part of a, the bigger society yeah. and reveal themselves. And this may again be the coming out of Wakanda within the MCU, within the globe that they've created there, right? Yeah. Or the world that they've created there. So, yeah, this I have nothing but good things to say, but Love that's it. with the exception of that CGI. That can be fixed. The music in this thing is, I, I hope they are consistent within it yeah and continue to use the hip-hop and all that because yeah. it's the, the song selection and the way that it's cut with the trailer it's almost like it was written. These songs were written for the trailer. Right. Oh, I love it. I love it. That revolution will be televised yeah. towards the end, yeah. which is cool, which is, um, it's an older song, but it's sampled in one of Kanye West's album or one of Kanye's albums from a while back, but I still, I love it. It's so fitting yeah. for what's going on here. Yeah. Right? The revolution, Hillary yeah. Killmonger. Yeah. So Great. good. Yeah. So good. So overall guys, final thoughts on this brand new Black Panther trailer. Oh, I love it. I'm thoroughly impressed. I can't wait to see this film. I, I was always on board with this one, but uh, man, it just it just looks so good and so refreshing. I just can't wait to get back into the, the Marvel Universe. This would be great to get back into right after, you know, Return of the Earth, Return of the Jedi, after The Last Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I kind of forgot how closely this comes out. It's only a couple of months away. Yeah, four months away. Yeah, yeah. so super excited for this. I'm there opening day as soon as tickets are released. I'm sure all three of us will be. Definitely. Hopefully they up their poster game. That's the only criticism I have because there could be some epic, epic posters for this. And I really hope there's some epic, epic steelbooks for this as well. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> the potential is there for amazing work. So hope they fix that. Yeah. Yeah. Echo your thoughts, boys. I'm right there with you. This looks absolutely incredible. I think your point is well made, Troy, that it feels fresh. Yeah. This is something that Marvel seems to be doing within Phase 3 is new things. Phase 2 was kind of, you know, the status quo. We're going to yes. maintain this till we get to Age of Ultron. And then they seem from that point on to be really taking their characters sideways. And I'm loving what they're doing. It all started really with Guardians. Yeah. We got a great outing with Civil War, which is a bit of a, you know, this is comfortable territory, but something new. And now we're getting Guardians 2, or we got Guardians 2, Homecoming, Thor 3, Ragnarok yeah. is looking incredible. And now this movie, it just amps up that excitement for me and amps up for what could be for Avengers Infinity War. Like th yeah. this is, think about every film and every good aspect of this. It's going to be jammed into Infinity War. All the great stuff with Black Panther. Oh, I can't wait for it. Can't wait. Well, I guess speaking of Infinity War, I guess that means we won't get that trailer anytime soon now. Might be if they just do this at us. Yeah, true. They're yeah. probably going to be attached to the Last Jedi. Would be, That'd I be guess, huge. or just oh, before. Oh yeah. Or maybe Ragnarok. Yeah. Do you think they do it? I think Last Jedi. I think you nailed yeah. it with that one. I think so. Yeah. I think so, because Thor comes out pretty soon, right? November. 3rd. November. Two so weeks obviously away. We to see. Yeah, I guess so. Right? Two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So. Or three. Two. Two. Wow. Yeah. Do you already have your tickets? No, I don't. Uh, yeah, you do. You bought them for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, like, wait a second. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to buy them. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was saying, I've done that before. <laughs> Anyways, guys, well, that wraps it up for this week. Next week's episode is going to be a bit different because I just found out I have to fly to China this Monday. Next nice. Monday. Yeah. So you're going to promote the nerd room in China, yeah, right? Yeah, I'm going to bring our posters and all our Perfect. merch and all that and throw it out there. So there's a billion people or so there. So I should get up our... Uh, <laughs> listening volume for the week yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways i think these guys are gonna hold down the fort for yeah. you guys next week hopefully we'll get something out to you guys we got star wars rebels alert that just hit we did a preview episode we're gonna be wrapping up with heroes of mandalore at some point this week maybe by monday or sunday yeah. we'll be dropping these and the next weeks might be a little bit late just because I get back on Friday from China, so it's right. a five-day trip. I spend two days on an airplane <laughs> for four or three days on the ground. It kind of sucks. Yeah. But anyways, Troy and Sanjay are going to be holding down the fort next week. Hopefully, there's another trailer. Hopefully. Otherwise, yeah. these guys always got good topics to come up with. Yeah. Um, don't miss me too much. I will return. <laughs> DC Takeover Part 2. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and speaking of which, <laughs> we still got to do our Thor Ragnarok and our Thor The Dark World reviews. Those will be coming out prior to Thor Ragnarok. We do promise that. Uh, we're going to have to skip out on Iron Man 3. That's my fault because of my work and business travel. So we'll pick up Iron Man 3 in November because we've got Ragnarok early on. Thor of Dark World just so we can bleed into Thor Ragnarok. And then we'll catch up with our MCU retrospective series and get back on track coming into December and all that. So and I'll take the blame for all this because this has been the majority of my fault between going to the U.S. and now China. Busy and all guy. Over. World yeah. traveler. He's like James Bond. Yeah. You International know Iron Man. It would be awesome if the trips were longer than like three days. Yeah. i got to go yeah. all the way to China for for two and a half days. Wow. Which sucks. Yeah. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. You guys don't care about that. <laughs> Maybe you guys care we about do. talking about the content. <laughs> and when it gets all that, 
in the coming weeks. So make sure you keep it locked here in the Nerd Room for all your Star Wars, Marvel, and DC talk. If you guys would like to be a part of the shows, make sure to email us at thenerdrm at gmail.com. Like I said at the top, our handles on Twitter are always at the end of the episode. You can also hit us up on our YouTube or Facebook pages. And make sure to always look into thenerdroom.net. You can grab us there on the contacts page. And we're always posting a little bit of content here and there. Some of the stuff we'll be throwing out there, like the Black Panther poster and all that, so you guys have a view as to what we're actually talking about, being that you're out in podcast world and we're stuck in your earbuds. But I think that's it, guys. I think that's all for this week. We had a lot of fun talking movies, comic books, trailers, and all that. Looking forward to that Infinity War trailer. You know it's going to drop next week when I'm gone. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah. Heartbroken. <laughs> I don't think they have the internet in China. <laughs> Anyways, they just, just stop showing it. They're like, this is the only one and only time. If you don't see it, you'll yeah. never see it again. It's got a limit on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, until next week for The Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. And I'm Sanjay. And thank you for entering The Nerd Room. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts, Tim, Troy, and Sanjay, on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sunjabby. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. Don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts in the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Rogue Squadron Podcast, Skyrim Podcast, and San Diego Sabers. Follow Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SWCommonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world. Smell like a nerd room. The convention smell. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Do you ever go to con and miss the smell? Well, you're in luck because the nerd room is releasing cologne that smells just like San Diego Comic Con floor. Don't go to your comic shop without smelling like this. Do you like the smell of three week old craft dinner? Chase. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah.